Welcome to the Procrastination Radio Show. I'm Ian Complex. Today's guest is Drew Dang, an amazing creative community organizer, many, many other things. But the one thing I was very pleased with during this interview was how honest they were. It was really cool to have someone be so candid about where they are in their creative um, exploration, their creative career, and where they wanted to go. So I'm very thankful that they came onto the show. Very thankful that you all get to hear this conversation. Hope you enjoy. See you soon. to the procrastination radio show i am your host ian complex and today we have another very 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 special guest drew how are you doing today i'm doing really good how are you i'm okay i i wrote this down because i think (laughs) for whatever reason today i was wondering from like a weekend of like networking and 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 you go to these events and a lot of people like oh how are you and it's like good 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 and i think just to kind of keep with the energy you kind of answer in that way but like how often are you answering that like completely honestly in those settings i'm like honestly i feel like i don't have much to stress about so for the most part my life is good i'm like i don't really know how to stretch it or just be like yeah like here's the details but i'm like oh my life is lit so i'm like (laughs) If it's always awesome, then it all kind of becomes normal. But like, yeah, just embrace the normality. That's that's a beautiful way to look at that. Have you always thought of life that way of just kind of like rolling with the punches and whatever happens, happens? Um, I feel like I've been more chaotic in the past where I'm like, "Mm, things are boring. Let me take matters into my own hands. (laughs) But then, you know, sometimes it gets out of your control. So now I'm just like. Things are awesome as they are. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Would would it be like just per, like personal life things? You'd be like, things are kind of too quiet now. Let me shake it up. Or was it, it in controlled situations that would only affect you? Both. I don't mm. know. I feel like I've gone through many phases where anything has been possible. But at this yeah. point, I'm kind of just like, I love the people around me. I got good friends, a good partner. Yeah. I love my family. So I'm like... Let me not ruin this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we keep this going for as long as possible. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I think so. A lot of things I, I found interesting about you, like reading your bio on your website and just like looking at other articles. I didn't know you moved around as much as you did when you were younger. And like, how, how did that impact? I guess your like, how did that spark your creativity in any way? If it did, um. I really liked it because I feel like everywhere that I've always lived has been, for one, it's always been close to the water. And mm-hmm. I feel like ports are usually just where there's a lot of diversity. So yeah. I really like being able to have like different perspectives on like how different yeah. people live. It was kind of just like, and not even in like a, yeah, like a really theoretical, highly like educated way. It was just like, yeah okay all my friends are like different and like that's awesome and like we do this and they live like that and it was just interesting and so I think the way that translates into my art is just wanting to show like people of like any background 
yeah having fun i feel like i really try to highlight like people enjoying living laughing loving yeah, yeah. Um, so i'm like it shouldn't be limited to people that look like me and i'm like i don't right. even know what to classify as like i'm like ecuadorian and chinese so yeah. i'm like that's a pretty rare combo and i'm like yeah. i don't really see much of that anyway so i'm like i do not i if i'm trying to cater it to just myself that's a really niche audience so i'd rather right. let everybody feel like these emotions and i'm like at the end of the day like they're all human emotions and we're all going to end up feeling them so yeah. yeah and then also living in japan sorry i ramble no um, this is the perfect medium for this <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah also living in japan i really like that just because it was um such a different experience i lived there because my dad was in the navy Mm. um and like most of the families would live on the military base but my mom like really didn't like that she just like felt it was very suburbia and like she would it was just not good for her mental health and I was really grateful for that because I remember like we moved into uh like this house on the outer edge it was like on a mountain and it was really yeah. nice, like, especially when it was snowing, just being able to see everything. Right. And, yeah, just um, during the school year, I'd go to, like, the English school, like, on the military base. But then over yeah. the summer, I would, like, go to Japanese school with my neighbors and, like, really get a feel for how their culture is. And, like, uh-huh. a lot of their culture is based in respect. And, like, like they would have us – they would have students serve the lunch and, like, students – would have to, like if you didn't finish your food you couldn't go out to yeah. recess and like students oh, would be the ones cleaning the yeah it was like a whole operation and yeah. i'm like oh and then after uh lunch and recess then yeah. there was like a little break for the students to clean the school so it was like really interesting to see like the collective effort and then yeah. moving back here to the US after that was kind of just like an interesting perspective to see Cause I'm yeah. like, I think a lot of people are a lot more detached from like the people around them and their environments. And I feel yeah. like that approach to it because it makes people more aware and feel more accountable to those around them. That's, that's really interesting. I, uh, I was going to ask about that awareness that you were kind of talking about. Like, do you feel that's translated? I mean, of course it hasn't it's, it's impacted your life in such a way, but when you're at events or you're at, you're, you're in a space that's new to you do you feel like it takes you a while to adjust to the new things are you like looking around and feeling things to be like okay now I I'm, I'm trying to understand this or do you kind of walk in and try to place yourself I think yeah I feel like I still I feel like it's just not linear I like mm. go through phases where I feel more confident being out in yeah. the scene and other phases where I feel like yeah. I don't really want to talk to anybody and I just want yeah. to keep to myself. Yeah. It's just like, you know, whatever mood I'm feeling when I go out that night, some days I just want to talk to the people I already know. And then some nights I'm like, what does this other person hold? Like, what's your life story? What can I learn? Um, but I feel like right now I'm just in a phase where I've been going out a lot and I've mainly just been sticking with my friends. I feel like it's just between work and like, I don't know. I just feel like in an odd place right now where just trying to figure things out. Also as a community organizer, I feel like because part of my 
like role is like going out and doing events i feel like i'm already yeah. talking to people there so like on my right, personal time right. like okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no there's definitely uh some nights more than others that i'm more excited to meet people yeah. but it's still interesting i don't know i guess when i was first getting into the scene because everything was so new it was really just like a breath of fresh air trying to like okay what do you guys do or like damn that's possible um and i don't know just like learning that there's so many possibilities and it's not like to say that now i feel like shit i know everything but it's kind of just like i'm at a comfortable state where i'm like i think i've explored enough i think it's time to like piece together what i've learned try to make something bigger of it yeah that's that's very interesting i I think i remember meeting you the first time i actually was like looking like this is on my bookshelf and it's been there for a minute and oh my god i think it was it was one of the first like flea markets that went down and i think you were set up next to dimitri and like i think i i just interviewed him like the day before or something so it was my first time meeting meeting him um and then we came over to your booth and i was like whoa this is this is this is crazy the colors and everything were insane and i think like similarly in a way of kind of absorbing and like acclimating to the scene at the time i just didn't know what was happening and Mm -hmm. was trying to find what my pocket was and i think at at the time for like personal reasons like anxiety and different things i think i had one way of trying to be like oh my goodness i'm so excited about this like genuinely and then kind of pushing that more to to like the front so it looked like i was super happy or something but i was like sweating the whole time i just was like pissed off how, how hot it was and a bunch of other <laughs> things but um it, it it's funny i think um and and again even before that i i, I saw your work on tumble i think i mentioned that to you when i when i had the pleasure of meeting you um, i think you day. did and i'm like i yeah. don't know my art is in like places i don't even know about which so is which is amazing like how do you how do you feel about that because I, rem- I remember seeing it um in like 2021 i think because i found the piece on your on your page and it was a friend from canada who posted it on tumblr and they're like this is me and i was like oh this is art and then I, and then i was just like oh, okay that's that's the end of that that's the last time i'll see that and i was like oh no this is this is somebody from florida like well that's 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 crazy so how do you feel about your art kind of living outside of you even though you're still making it um I don't know. It's really nice to see people who appreciate it. And it also kind of goes back to what I was saying about, like, I want everybody to be able to connect with it. That's why, like, I think definitely my earlier works, I was doing, like, unnaturally colored people, like, Mm. blue and yellow and green. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, Mm -hmm. it's literally not even you. Put yourself in there, yeah. Exactly. I think more so now, I've just more as, like, a skill thing. I'm, like, trying to do shading and, like, hone that in yeah so it's like definitely coming out more but I feel like that era of my artwork was really good for people to connect and I think also it was because like I had recently like when it was really Twitter that like helps me expand and like get my art out in front of new people because like I know most of my audience on Instagram is like people from South Florida I think because of Twitter, I was able to talk to artists from, like, different places and, like, see what they're doing. 
and then obviously when they share it, it's like just going everywhere right. else yeah. um but it's always kind of weird to see my art on other parts of the internet or like if something really blows up and it's like mm. i've seen my work on pinterest and it's like i didn't even yeah. put that there yeah. <laughs> and i don't know i think it kind of also just speaks to i still have like anxieties and like i still feel like i'm not where i want to be as an artist yeah, yeah. but it's also crazy because like the duality of that i'm like i can still feel this insecurity and this imposter syndrome and like there's still people going crazy for my work and it's like i at the end of the day it's good to reflect like okay if i was looking back like if i was looking from the start to where yeah. i'm at now i'd be like that's crazy but i think yeah. right now because i've done that stuff and i'm just looking at the next goal post like damn right, what's right. next and not being like this is still awesome yeah 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 well, i think it's just that compromise yeah it's yeah it's, it's like you said it's difficult to be present in in those moments there's so many things passing by but i think another thing that i'm so envious Wait, is oh not God. the right word yeah i'm sorry i just thought of something i also wanted to yeah. say like thank you and also it like kind of ties in thank you for like coming up to my booth at that um vendor event yeah yeah. back then it was like the opposite i would like go out in like the south florida scene and it was like nobody knew me and like because of that nobody really came up to my booth so it was like being able to have someone like excited about my work was like validating meanwhile i was like damn i know people on the internet are going crazy for my shit nobody here cares so i'm like what's the truth and then right. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I can't even imagine that. Cause that's, yeah. It, it, I, I think for me, when I approach people, I think it's, it's interesting. Cause I think sometimes people don't want to be approached, but want to sell stuff. And then sometimes people just like really want to talk about the stuff they do. Um, mm-hmm. And being somebody who is so interested in like the process behind why people do what they do and why they do what they love I think it's it's I've challenged myself to kind of step outside of myself and ask those questions and and do those things and um I think like you said it, it means a lot to people when people take the time to just just be like hey like wh- why'd you do this or can I buy this like that that's that's I think one of the biggest things that I think sometimes surprises people Especially mm-hmm. now, I, I think when people, I feel like as a, as a scene, as a community in South Florida, I think people are now realizing um, how to just like better like price themselves and just put themselves out there in ways where they can make some monetary monetary success. Um, and I think it's like the, 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 the funniest, most beautiful thing in the world when somebody like says the price and like you're just like, okay, cool. And and they're like, oh, what? Like you you want to? And I'm just like, yeah, if I can, I I will. Like that's that's how we grow as 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 a group of people. That's how we we share in each other and how we build up each other and stuff. So I, I think th- thank you for for saying that. Um, and of yeah, like like I was saying, I, I think um again, envy is not the right word, but I feel like your artwork to me is so transparent. And I feel like I can see your life through it. And it happens in such a way where it feels very colorful. And the subject matter can be like either up or down, but it just, it feels inviting. And I wondered if that was intentional 
in in just how honest it is and and how did you get to that point true so i just say i mean one i guess the colors are just like a preference i'm like yeah. those are just the colors i know how to mix right that's, that's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's my natural <laughs> palette i'm like right, i don't know yeah, that's yeah. what i'm about but yeah. as far as like the subject matter i think most of the times it ends up being positive because while i'm working on it it's like i'm going through like a conversation with myself in my head so i've had like uh pieces where i'm like starting out and i want it to be i'm like trying to get this negative feeling out and like just like mess with it and then i'm like halfway through and i'm like cringe like i don't want (laughs) to put that out there i'm like this is but i'm like also thinking about it and i'm like that's such like a closed-minded way of viewing it i'm like there's Mm. still like other ways i could change the situation or like other ways of viewing a situation so as i'm like working on this piece that's like representing one thing then i start adding details that i'm like I mean, because, like, when I start pieces, I don't always know what direction I'm going in. So that's the other thing. I'm, like, I could start with, like, okay, this is the idea I have. Like, this person's going to be, like, bleeding out their guts or whatever. Right, right, right. (laughs) I haven't really made that because um, (laughs) – And then it ends up being, like, okay, now it's, like, this beautiful person who's, like, shedding their skin instead of, like, you know, it's, like – there's always two ways of looking at things. The best example I have of this is a piece called Icarus. Um, it's like this person who's like, like spread out and like has wings and like the, like there's a beam of light. So I was like, don't fly too close to the sun. I'm like, I, I guess it also came about as my like frustrations as an artist, like, I think like at points where I was achieving more, I mm, or like mm. just more goal oriented, I didn't have as many people around me. Yeah. Um, so I didn't have people to celebrate with me. And that was like, mm. okay, you have one thing, but you don't have the other. And right yeah. now I'm on the other end of that, where it's like, I love the people around me, but I yeah. don't think I'm achieving as much. And like, that's okay. I'm like still happy. And I also want mm. to tie that into what you were saying before about like, um, what was it oh like making money I'm like or I think it definitely like affected my moods a lot more and how I felt about my work but I'm kind of just at a point where I'm like it's not affecting me as much it does concern me because I'm like I do want to be able to like make this a full-time thing but I'm like if it's stressing me that bad it's not really worth it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. And I, I just want to keep my art genuine. And also to what you were mm. saying about like being able to see my life through what I draw. Yeah. I think that's really become the easiest thing for me now is just like treating it as a diary entry. Cause like, mm. Mm. I think when I was starting out, I was more so trying to learn like different techniques or like different angles. But like once I drew all the like really out there ideas that I didn't think I could draw and like my skill levels at a point where I'm like okay I think I could really draw whatever I set my mind to it's like now what do I draw so I did have like a slump where I was like I don't really know what to draw yeah I don't enjoy drawing because it's like work trying to like figure out what I'm drawing and then like I don't know it's too much mental work so now it's like whatever comes easiest and what comes easiest is what I know so it's like a little journal entries and I also like putting like some lengthy descriptions in my Instagram captions right that's kind of been forever 
I don't know why I did that. I guess I just like oversharing, but I think it like sometimes I overshare too much, but then sometimes I feel like I give just enough context and I'm like, I want it to be open interpretation sometimes, but I also Mm. want people to like understand what I'm trying to say and not take it as a pretty thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a very important, I think, point. Cause I think a lot of, um, not to sound like an old head, I think a lot of just the way um, art and media is, is perceived today is just like, oh, cool, this looks nice. Next. Or like, I'll find something that looks s- similar enough to this that I like on a different day. But I think like the really cool thing is like people finding ways to communicate what they do and I think a a big part of why I'm doing this is because I think having people who you can relate to in ways that sometimes you don't think will happen you know it it could be like one like the way you wear your hat somebody could like see you like oh like I need to figure out what's going on here and why that connected to I I just think expression is so beautiful and expression is so specific to different people um that I prefer when somebody has a lengthy uh caption opposed to just like this is a, a 10 by serious. 10 yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know if y'all, y'all y'all mess with it i don't know whatever I don't, I don't care about it type um but yeah you mentioned the people around you and i think the group of people that you have around you make me the happiest in the world whenever i see y'all on social mm-hmm. media in any way and then getting to see y'all at the events that I, I went to just was like even better. Just the amount of like love and support that y'all have for each other. So I want to get kind of the backstory behind uh, the, the, the kind of company you run now and just how that has, has changed you along the way. Definitely. So I think like when I met them, yeah. I guess the main person who like really changed me for real, is my friend Samantha. You know hey, her. I hey. hope the rest of this audience will come to know her. Either yeah, check yeah. her out on Instagram, Sam the Omega Spitter, or like maybe a future interview. Who knows? Um, yeah. But they are like such a ray of sunshine. They're like crazy and energetic, and like, but also just so wise. And like they're younger than me, but I come to them for advice and yeah, like. Yeah. They're just so comforting. I remember, like, we had met other times. Like, I had seen them around the scene. But there was just, like, this one night when I was, like, that's when I was, like, I'm plotting on you and I want to be your friend. I got to, like, this party early. And this was, like, really when I was still trying to get into the scene, find, like, my community. I I felt like I wasn't, like, really clicking with anybody at that point. Like, I liked people, but it was, like... Like yeah I like don't feel like I can tell anyone everything right, um, right and then it was like we we're at this party and then I I talked to Samantha and they're like did you come here with anyone <laughs> and I'm like no I'm here alone so uh I was just stuck to them and their friends for the rest of the night and then we yeah. decided to go to McDonald's and that was fun and I was like something about the simple things and like just not having to try too hard in the socialization. And then the day that we really, really clicked was we both were at a vendor event and like, it was pretty dead. Like not that many people came out. Um, And we sat up right next to each other just because like 
we already kind of knew each other. So I was like, okay, I want to get to know you. And then afterwards we were like, you want to go get food? And we went to this amazing Nigerian restaurant. Mm. I'm trying to remember the name because, you know, y'all should go support. But somewhere in Pembroke. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then we went, we ate, and then we sat for like three hours in front of this mm. lake, like right behind the restaurant and like they gave me their life story i gave them my life story and like we really connected and then i think like the week after i was like hey um dimitri's having this show in fort myers would you want to come with me and then they were like sure and then they invited two other friends and then we like went off and i was like score and yeah i don't know through that friendship it's just like been super supportive like they gassed me up so much but also like when i'm wrong they're like like i don't know like i feel like we bicker like siblings yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the love is very strong but we also know how to like hold each other accountable right. and like, yeah. other, like what we need to change and i feel like that's why our friendship has really gotten so strong and also just like working together in events yeah. um I don't know. Like that's really been such a such a transformation just getting to know how each other's worth ethic is. Yeah. And then I feel like Samantha's also had these dreams about like what they want to do. Um but they didn't know how to execute it. Yeah. So I was like able to assist them in that way. And I feel like like I said, when I met Samantha, I really struggled with, like, the connection part, like, connecting with people deeper. Like, they've really shown me, like, like they just love so deep and they care so de- deeply. And, like, the ways that they show their love is, like, through their actions and, like, just learning how I can use that and apply it to the other people around me. And, yeah, I don't know. Since I met them, like, all the other relationships in my life have improved. That's amazing. That's yeah. I, I think that's the, the beautiful part about kind of bonding over. It. And it's funny. I was, I think I was just, I was at something where they were talking about specifically three hour conversations when you kind of know somebody for a little bit, then you're like, okay, we need to really, we need to really double down and figure each other out right now. And and mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it's 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 very, like having having a similar experience with Samantha, of just kind of creating on the internet and being like oh what you're doing is crazy cool nice and then it's like okay tell me about all the ideas you've ever had and then we just were talking and kind of just encouraging each other and I think I'm very thankful for them and and, and their impact on my life so it, like again it was amazing seeing y'all together and, and doing everything you, you're, you're doing so but like I want to know more about the inception of, of Casa Crea and like what that process was like in in how how all of that works because i feel like it's a big undertaking and it's like a it's a crazy thing that y'all do as much as y'all do and just the the community that you that y'all have like developed is it's amazing so like walk walk me through how that came about so it's kind of a messy story oh no (laughs) but it came from like just seeing a need in the scene and the community Just, um, there was another venue that I really enjoyed. They had like these free weekly artist meetups, but, um, I like, they, they just had issues with like keeping 
questionable people out, people mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. have like, the best interests or like were keeping yeah. the safety of others. And like when problems were reported to them, they didn't really do much. So yeah. then I like sent them this lengthy DM on Instagram being like, hey, yeah. boom, boom, boom. This is what uh, needs to be fixed. And right. all they said was, thanks. Yeah. So after I realized that uh, something really wasn't going to happen, I was like, okay, I'm going to let people know that they should um, boycott your events. And then, you know, really just to like, I don't want to cancel you guys. I, w- I enjoy the space and I want to be able to come back, but I also want you guys to like be able to make some type of change and like right, make right. people feel comfortable in the space. Yeah. And like, there's definitely measures that can be taken, like checking IDs or like not letting some people in the space just to make it overall safer yeah, yeah. but they like spun it into this whole like guys cancel culture is like stupid uh mm-hmm. if you have a problem with someone call the cops and it's like i know you guys probably would have issues with cops any yeah. other situation yeah. <laughs> so it was just stupid and i was just sitting there like really thinking about it and i'm like well it's really easy for me like to just be like i like don't go guys well i'm also not doing anything so I was like, people still need the space. I still like the space. It provides a community for artists, even if it's not the safest. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, what can we do? And so through that, I had already like been going to events and already met people. So I knew about Phil, who organizes house shows. And they were really behind the idea and like really helping me like try and get answers or like it like they were also frustrated because they have really strong community values. So they were like I asked them, like, what do you think about doing an event at your house? Like, I'll lead it and we will make it like the same type of vibe. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I'm all in. And then also people like Luna's and Kennedy, yeah. uh, they were also like, if you need any help with like putting this together, let me know. Like, I really want to help with this. So through that, we threw this event called Picnic Palooza, I think in like February of 2021. No, 2022. 2022. Um, so we've been doing it for like a little over a year now. And in that time, like after we had the first event, we were like, somebody reached out to us, um, and told us like, Hey, there's this venue and they would be down to host you guys. So we reached out to them and then it kind of became a series. We didn't end up sticking with that venue. Um, so now we are kind of just like, all over the place like always hopping around but i think the most important thing is that like we're providing the space we provide materials we make watch lists we make sure that like the people who are coming to our events are able to submit names and like if they have an issue with somebody at the events they clearly know who the organizers are and we're able to do something about it um and then also i think another big thing is like the other space was free which was a really big Mm. uh upside yeah uh it's not something like living in miami it's just like i tried i really wanted it to be free but it's like we need to pay out our organizers we need to pay out like the venues i'm like some things just don't like we can't budge on that but so now we do like sliding scale ticketing which i think is like better and we we give like fee waivers if somebody just asks like it's really all based on like an honor system but we just want to be able to like do something sustainably and also like provide that space for people. And through that, we've just like been able to grow so much and like meet so many amazing people that like have given us the opportunity to like keep growing this. And 
Yeah. Oh, and then through that process, as you might have noticed, I didn't immediately mention Samantha because she didn't join at the beginning. It was after we had that like three hour talk. It was like actually on our road trip to like go see Dimitri's show that I was uh, telling them like, yeah, like this is the project. I feel like there's things that we could like do to grow, but I feel like I'm just struggling so much to keep it alive at this point that I can't grow it into something else or make something more meaningful out of it. They're like, I'll come on, I'll help you like do the basic stuff. And then like, you can focus on like really getting us organized. And I was like, thank you. I appreciate it. And like, at this point, we've been able to like make some crazy concepts come to life. And yeah, it just really excites me. And we have some more fun concepts coming up that top secret. (laughs) But no, we just really want to I think the other place was just like uh, it's the same thing every time, right, which right. is like it's just like a nice space to be in. But I think we we really want to be able to build something that's going to grow opportunities, yeah. and like yeah. if the opportunity is not there, we're gonna like create it. Yeah, that was that was I think one of the biggest things that was so impressive and important to me at the film festival um, that people were getting opportunities with companies that were local and getting getting paid out and just just you know the live stream was happening just a lot of ways to i think just kind of go back and reflect them realistically onto other situations which is really cool and i think mm-hmm. um and i do have to say the film yeah. festival was mainly samantha's like that was samantha's baby yeah um yeah. that was the first festival that they really like put their soul into like yeah. before i felt like it was like more so them assisting me but in that process they were like training and then we decided from January to, I think it was like May, that was all planning. Like we took months on planning that. And through that time, I was like training them, like, this is how you write an email. This is how you write a proposal. This is how you reach out to sponsors. This is like, da 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 da, da. And like uh, a lot of the sponsors we got were like from previous opportunities or previous connections we had made through Casa Crea. And like, it was really awesome because I know that I've been really lucky in like certain periods of my career as an artist and like have gotten a lot of like, especially that internet recognition, I think helps me get my foot in, in some places. And because of that, I was able to reach out to people who have like previously just given me the opportunity and be like, Hey, would you consider extending this opportunity to these other people? And like, I think they love that. I think really what they want to see is like, yeah, that this person that you invested in, is doing something with right. it and so a lot of them were like enthusiastic to join and cool. yeah it was that, a really yeah. awesome moment <laughs> so, so where did you learn all these things about emailing and how to speak to people and how to maneuver i think part of it is just like i've always been a nerd <laughs> like i in high school was like i wanted to get into an ivy league <laughs> And that didn't work out. And I also graduated in the year of the pandemic. So I was like, even like I did get into some out of state schools, but I was like, there's no point. I'm like going to be sitting in a dorm paying for this dorm, getting into debt. So I was like, you know what? I'll stay in a Florida school. And like, because there's bright futures here, I can get a scholarship and get paid to go to school here and then put that money towards my art. And, uh, So, yeah, I think a lot of it was just from being a nerd. And then also, like I mentioned, that, like, early internet, like, success 
I dealt with a lot of uh, bullshit <laughs> at the start. Um, like I did, I started when I was like in 12th grade, really selling my art online like a lot. Um, I'm really lucky. I don't know if it's like the type of art that I make that just uh, attracts nice people. But if I made a mistake, I usually had really forgiving customers. Um, there was only like a handful of times where like somebody would be upset or like some people would ghost me. So through that, I would learn, okay, now I have to learn how to like set these boundaries, like uh, ask for deposits or like, yeah. and it was something scary. I think especially like feeling like a kid, it's like, who am I to like be asking you for money? Like, no, right, that's right, like, right. <laughs> like, I don't want to be rude. Yeah. I, I want to make art for you. But it's like, if people really respect your art, then it's like, yeah, duh, I'm, I'll right, pay you exactly. so you can start the exactly. work. Um, and yeah, I think a lot of it was just like messing up a lot early yeah. on. And like I, when I started selling my art, I would do custom painted shoes for like $20. And it's like, right. it would take me hours. <laughs> That's crazy. But, but to me, I was like, $20 is $20. Right, exactly. And, At that, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Anything is In paid, retrospect, yeah. I'm like, that is insane. Because right, I was right, like, right. literally like scrambling to do my homework. So yeah. I could like stay up till midnight to finish these get shoes and get my money yeah. on time. And I'm like, it didn't make sense. Yeah. And like, every time I would raise my prices, it was like, oh, I don't want to be rude. I don't think people will like want to get it. But it's like, fuck that. Like, you just yeah, have to yeah. like, set the price for yeah. what it is. And if nobody wants to buy, that's okay. Like, right. your time is more precious. Go live it and practice on your own craft and like improve yeah. your art and then they will want to pay for it i'm yeah. like that's yeah that's that's that part because mm -hmm. <laughs> i think it, it was hard for me i think take, taking time off um with with the current job i'm at just like learning everything and seeing how how differently i was doing things and how i was kind of uh, not second guessing myself but um at the time just not knowing that I could be getting more than I was asking for or even to ask sometimes sometimes you're like I'll just do a favor for somebody and mm -hmm. then it's like you're 10 favors in and you're just like this is fine I'm I'm happy to get it out there you know and in some situations that's cool but I think there's a lot of people who kind of move around these spaces who know how to say things to get things out of people who might not know any better and I think one of the most important things is as having that education of just um just how, how things can be a little bit easier with process and with planning and with mm -hmm. organization and, and, you know, just, just a lot of the things that you mentioned. And I want to go back to the community thing for a second, because I think community funnily enough has turned into kind of like a buzzword that I just see a lot. And um, it's hard. Like I'm looking at one thing and I have a hat over this as community and I'm like, okay, cool. But I think <laughs> like you were mentioning, I think there's a lot of, ways people can be in communities that aren't supportive or aren't looking out for the people inside of them and are just like cosmetic and I wanted to know from you what do you feel essentially would and this is kind of a big question but what what do you think could bring the Miami kind of South Florida community together in a way that would be better reflective for the people who are inside of it. I think this kind of goes into like, cause it's something I've been thinking about as like, as far as like the events that we throw, yeah, the type yeah. of events that we throw. Yeah. Um, and I think really just making 
more opportunities, not just for people to, like, actually, like, get some type of career opportunity and, like, get to advance themselves, but also, like, opportunities to learn. So now we're doing this uh, Bring Your Own USB series, which is, like, Paul's idea. And through that, we also want to start a workshop series, which is Samantha's idea. So we're all kind of just trying to come up with ways to, like, not just be like, okay, you guys can gather here and like flex right. on each other, right, but like right, right. We'll actually like teach each other. Cause I feel like that's a big thing in the community. Yeah, yeah. People like, especially in like that other spot, like before us, like I feel like it was just like one big mix of people yeah. trying to be like, I'm the biggest guy. Right, here. right. Wow. Or, yeah. I don't know, just in slyways, just showing yeah. off how cool they are. And like, I think the art world can be very gatekeepy. Mm-hmm. and that's why I really like being able to throw these events and now using what I was able to like propel myself in the earlier parts just to yeah. like even the playing ground because it's a good yeah. feeling I'm like yeah. I really enjoyed being able to get those opportunities like it was crazy like my mind was like oh my god I can't believe this person took a chance on me yeah or like um again I think being a nerd is what made me be able to find a lot of opportunities like I would be out there like researching but I know like not everyone has that in them and it's like I know I would be looking for very specific things so I'm like okay now that I already know this exists it's like dumb to let it sit there when I know there's other people around me who would really benefit from this opportunity so I really like being able to do that yeah that's that's amazing I I think um Interesting in in the first kind of pre-interview, the questions, I was I was very excited that you put the ultimatum on there as like a conversation, um, because that was my favorite type of show, and I didn't expect to like the ultimatum. The first season was cool; it was what it was. I only cool. watched the gay one. <laughs> I was about to say this one was so much better. <laughs> like this is insane. But what did you think of the ultimatum? And then in a in a kind of on more topic way. How do you relax when you're not making art? That's a good question, and I wish I knew how to answer it. <laughs> I was actually, like, just talking about this last night. Yeah. I was, like, everybody was going out, and I had to work early this yeah. morning, so yeah. I didn't want to go out. And I was, like, damn, I've been drawing all day, and yeah. I want to, like, relax. But all I do is draw, and I kind of get bored, like, watching TV. Interesting. So... I don't know. It really depends on the day. Some days making the art is what I do to relax. Mm. And then some days it's just going to sleep. Yeah. Or some days it's just like hanging out with my friends. But I feel like I need like activity to be relaxed, even though that's like not relaxing. I don't know. I just feel like I have an issue with like being stagnant and like just sitting down and I think that's something I need to work on I don't think I let myself like rest enough or like I feel guilty about it so I think it's something I'm definitely like working on a lot better this year because as I mentioned earlier like um I'm not making as much like money or art or like getting as many like opportunities for myself for my art but I definitely feel like a lot more comfortable I feel very secure and safe and like the people around me and I think you know, progress isn't linear, so I might as well embrace what I have right now. Because, right. like, I don't know, I, this is, like corny, but like I was watching The Princess and the Frog the other yeah. day, and there was this one line <laughs> that was like, "Uh, you got what you wanted, but you lost what you had." And I'm mm. like, "Damn!" And like that's so true because like I feel like people are never, or 
let me not generalize. I'm projecting. This is about me. I'm like, no matter where I'm at, there's always something that I want. Yeah. I feel like it's pretty common. Like, no yeah. matter what, you're always going to feel like something's missing. Yeah. And I think it also, now I'm just tangent. Um, hey, no, get it, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> like, personal philosophy is like, damn, I'm sorry. I like have a short memory. Man, I forgot what I was even saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel that on a very, very specific level. And it's funny, I, I posted something to uh, the Procrastination Radio account because I literally had a moment where I just was like, why, why, am, I, why am I just sitting here and just doing nothing? And I was listening to music and I don't think, I, it, and it's hard because I, I think I was kind of getting emotional about it because I didn't want my love for music to become work. But I was like going through everything I was listening to, like on my drive home and being like, Oh my goodness, this would be good here. Like this would go in a mix nice here. And I couldn't, I, I was trying to turn it off, but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And, and it just was like impacting me in such a way. And I was like, I was like, I just need to ask everybody, like, how do you turn the creativity off when you live, like your life is, is creative. Like everything you do, again like how you express yourself is creative and it's such a such a funny thing that kind of goes into that system of like i need to be working all the time i need to be doing something that is conducive of getting better or getting like getting to a different degree of 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 whatever it is um and it is funny that you mentioned sleep because i think that's the only thing that like makes me shut up and just is like just chill out like just do your thing um but yeah i, I think falling back into tv and i wrote this as a note here i think tv has been making me crying so much more than i remember that it did like uh watching the ultimatum made me very emotional in a way that i will never understand just just because i i get so connected to these people and i'm just like i want the best for you why why do you make these decisions mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and then stuff like like the bear i i didn't expect to get that emotional maybe that's what it is like me not expecting to get that emotional um that kind of sends me into that crazy spiral but yeah like what outside of the premise like interested you in the ultimatum i'm not a good person like you i like that it's like (laughs) juicy and gossipy and it's like just (laughs) messy i thought it was gonna be way more messy than it was true but i'm like as a lesbian watching lesbians i'm like it's funny watching like how like they don't even need to do challenges like other dating shows it's literally just them like living just vibes yeah so i don't know i feel like the, when i really distract in ways like that i mean yeah. when i just ruined it but like when i really relax in ways like that yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I'm distracted like i need to be distracted so i'm like i'm like so invested in what's going on yeah um i don't know i guess other times like, I don't know. I I feel like I go into job interviews sometimes or, mm. like, I'll have people ask me questions like, so tell me about yourself. And I'm like, uh, I'm an artist and I throw art events and I like going to art shows. And then they'll be like, so what else do you do other than art? And it's like, like, I don't know how to explain it to you. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not it's not a shallow thing. I'm like, it goes deep. like <laughs> I'm like, I love art so much, but like, yeah, even when I'm like relaxing, like watching yeah. a YouTube video, I'm still like doodling. It's right. not always like the, the greatest thing, but it's like, yeah. 
Yeah. It's just a good way to keep busy. Yeah, that was a good that 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 brings me to another subject. I think you share a love for like lore and history, if I'm correct. So like what about that like scratches the itch in your brain because i'm always curious to see other people because like i'll i'll listen to like skyrim lore about the gods and the history and i'm just like this is so great and i don't need to know this at all and i've just made the transition to like world history and just kind of educating myself on things so i can just better kind of walk through life but but for you like what what about that interests you so much I think it's just really cool seeing like how things repeat themselves mm. and like being able to learn from the past mm. and just like, damn, like we're still the same. Like it doesn't matter what technology we have. Like we are still the same. I mean, like obviously with like the better our technology gets, we're a little more dangerous, but it's like, it's kind of predictable to see how people will respond. And I think like there's also just some like funny parts of history that are like, we're human. Like, we're going to do stupid things. Um, I don't know. It's just really... It It also, like, helps... I mean, I feel like I'm just saying the same thing going in circles. But, like, it just helps me connect better with, like, whatever's going on. And, like... Yeah, just understanding how people work. I And yeah. I don't know. I just like the lore of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's, it's I, I think... Like like you said, I, I think it's it's easy to forget that humans are humans and will make the same mistakes. And I think finding finding that and I, it was I forget what somebody said. I think it was like a I forget the name of the artist, but um, they were talking about how you get to a point in your life where you start to make decisions similar to how your like parents did. And then you kind of begin to reflect on like, why, why did they make those decisions? And you kind of see people in different ways. And I think, I think it's interesting in, in big and small ways, just realizing how, how cool it is that people are approaching the same situations in such different ways. And, and at the same time, as that's so unique, it's like, it's not at all. Like, it's just like, it's so awesome to hold like all these things together at the same time and, tr- and trying to be aware of them. Um, and, and, and it, I think it impacts a lot of things. I think specifically for like music, um, just things coming back in the swing and people kind of complaining, like, oh, this isn't new enough, but it's like, oh, but if you really pay attention, like this is just a great display of how well this person studied the people who came before them. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I like seeing those like music analysis videos yeah. where they're like, oh, you guys say this was sampled by, like, something from the 90s or, like, early 2000s, right. but, like, that was sampled by something from the 70s, and then it was right. sampled from something in the 20s, and then yeah, that was sampled yeah. from, like, something in, like, the classical period. So right. it's, like, you can only do, like, great things so many times. Like, yeah. was that? there's, like, this one quote that's, like, the greatest men, like, stand on, like, the shoulders of giants. And it's, like you have to credit the people who came behind you because, like, they built the way exactly. so that you exactly. can see the taller and, like, understand the full vision. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That's, yeah. I, I think I'm very appreciative for this conversation we had. And um, I think, again, I just was I just was very excited because I feel like every time that we've interacted, I can feel um, your passion for whatever you were doing or whatever we are talking about um and just appreciate that energy kind of going into everything um because it, it kind of helps to draw that side of me out 
into things, you know, because I think a lot of times I'll go into things trying to protect myself and not because I think it's very vulnerable. Also, like passion is is vulnerability and it can leave you open to a lot of critique and eyes and oohs and ahs and for for whatever reason. But I I think you just kind of showed a, a great example of that. I think I wanted to thank you for that personally. Um, and yeah. Thank you. And I would love to have a conversation like this again in person. For sure. <laughs> but yeah, is there anything you want to shout out? Anything you want to say? Anything coming up before uh, we let you go today? I'm going to art school. Okay, let's, okay, reverse, reverse <laughs> everything I said about this conversation. <laughs> what is that about? Um, I like went to like get a normal degree just because yeah. I was like scholarship money I don't yeah. need to like actually study art like I I didn't like being told what to do with my art so I was very hesitant about it but then as I like was finishing my degree I'm like damn I like fully studied this and now I know how to like do coding and like do big things and like work on excel but I don't want to do that and it's not like actually providing me any value and I realized, like, I would try to apply to, like, art opportunities, like, residencies and shows. And, like, really the next step from where I'm at right now, I, like, can't get there. There's just, like, mm-hmm. a block that I cannot get there. Yeah. And I think it's, like, is it the way that I'm writing? Is it, like, my art that I'm, like, I like it? And to the untrained eye, like, it's good. But, like, to the fine art world. And it's, like, I don't want to please them. But I'm, like this was also a decision I made when I was going through that phase where it was like, I'm bored with my art process. And it's like, I want to be able to like keep my practice interesting. So yeah, art school is just like a stepping stone trying to see if I can like understand how the art game works, understand what people are looking for, understand like how I can continue growing. Cause I I like my art, but I think, it's definitely at a point where there's only so much I can teach myself. And if it's not for nothing, at least I'm like in a room with other people who are creative and like, I'll learn from them. It doesn't right. always have to be from the professor. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. That's, that's really cool. That's really cool. I, I that's, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're really cool. You're yeah. Really yeah. Cool. That, that's, that's <laughs> no, yeah. I, I think again, that, that education aspect, and I, I think similarly, I think, everything's connected i think in this conversation we, we've had but um it is, it is an interesting place to be at where you are doing something that is so directly from you and you're like i need to also do this for other people now mm-hmm. and i think for some people that throws them into the way of just like i'm just gonna go full full monty and commit and whatever happens happens and this is this is my style and i'm gonna run with it um but then again like the way of sampling i think when you open yourself up to that different level of critique and like you said having other people who are in similar situations to you just in the room and like i couldn't tell you how impactful it was having people in my life who you know would just be like your stuff is like bad you know like and and like not not No, but I feel that because like early yeah. on, like the people I was friends with at that time did not support my art, didn't follow my account, didn't like oh. my stuff, didn't share it. So I was oh. like, <laughs> I know, but it's yeah. like, you know what? I wasn't good. And that's something I can admit now. Yeah. But it's like, 
you gotta learn you gotta learn yeah you gotta (laughs) but i I think the cool part is being able to look at the old stuff and and having that perspective like oh i see what i did here 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 and here and i could do that and then also going being like oh this was a really good idea that i just wasn't ready for and now i can do it um no exactly and and yeah i think just just have having the 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 mind to be able to critique yourself is, is a very i think powerful tool that not a lot of people realize they need and having people around you that can do that for you but um but yeah that's that's really cool again anything else (laughs) any other bombs you want to drop on the people today that is all my next bomb is that my computer is about to die so So we gotta end this quick (laughs) all right everybody um i hope you enjoyed this conversation i hope you have a good night day wherever you are stop procrastinating go get after your dreams peace 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 Da na na na